0: Welcome to the Moms of Triathlon podcast. I'm Amy Henderson, pro triathlete and working mom of two, to Oliver, who just turned three yesterday, and Margo, who just turned one last Saturday.
1: And I'm Allie Wilson, former college swimmer turned triathlete and full-time stay-at-home mom to my 16-month-old daughter, Beth. This week, we're going to discuss our experiences running with our kids in strollers, including the gear we like, where to run, when to run, and how to keep our kids happy most of the time. So, Amy, what's been going on with you this week?
0: Well, uh, this has been a huge week because both of the kids had their birthday. So, Ollie turned three, Margot turned one. And it's also the week when our opera arrived from Brazil. So, yeah, it's... Uh, It's been a it's been a crazy week. Um, And of course, you know, our au pair, her flight was delayed. And so she arrived like after midnight, the night before the birthday party. So like the first thing that she experienced basically when she woke up was like, okay, and now you're meeting everybody, like all of our family, (laughs) lots of our friends. And, you know, we're having a kid's birthday party. Um, But. Yeah, the party went really well. Um, definitely, you know, last year was sort of the first big part. I mean, Ollie, you know, he turned one in 2020. So that was like a mm-hmm. pandemic, you know, family dinner. Uh, <laughs> and so the first real party I've thrown for him was last year. And that one, we did a park. We don't have, you know, an outdoor space at our house. And given the pandemic, like we just, like to be outside and also you know it's perfect weather it's august so that is great um but last year we were in a park that was like we had to sort of walk all of our stuff over to the picnic area and so we learned from that picked a different picnic spot that's like right by the road and so we could just drive up and like bring everything over and get things set up um and yeah it was i thought it was really fun (laughs) you were there i was
1: (laughs) Yeah, Beth had a lot of fun. You guys had one of those. What do you, What do you call them? They're like the parachute. Parachute. Things. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, did is that the size they always used to be, or did you guys just get a little <laughs> one? Yeah, she loved running <laughs> yeah. underneath that, and like you know, her and your kids playing more and more together. It's just really fun to like you know see them interacting and playing together. Yeah,
0: and it's like it feels like such a big deal to be having now these parties that are like kids birthday parties with other kids you know um it's mostly just been yeah ollie by himself a lot of the time (laughs) (laughs) um and i've decided that i am glad that their that their birthdays are within a week of each other because it means that there's like one big push that one time of a year for doing a big birthday party, doing presents, oh, yeah, then of course, you know, call. Christmas too. But otherwise, if it's, if they were separate and it's a little more spread out, like, you know, it's, it's maybe less intense because you're just doing one at a time. But I don't know. I think overall, like, it's going to work for me.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. Love. Yeah.
0: Um, And then... You know, so that party was on Margot's actual birthday. And then Ollie's birthday was four days later. And so I took off work that day and we had to go to the zoo together. Um, And that was fun too, because then, and then there was some family who couldn't make it to the party on Saturday, so they came over for dinner. And so it was really fun to like have the bigger party, but then because Ollie's birthday was a little bit later, we got to do another celebration. I still had like some presents for Margot on that day too. So that's what I'm thinking for like the future is maybe we just sort of double celebrate <laughs> both of them both days.
1: That's a good way to do it. I mean, I don't know how long that'll last, but like Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee yeah, that I don't know, man.
0: I'm like, as we just think about the whole thing as, like, the birthday week, you know? Yeah.
1: The birthday month. So, we'll just celebrate yeah. you guys the whole
0: month. Um, so, yeah. So, that was really fun. And um, things, like, I'm just, things have been going so well with the au pair. And it was a great build-up, sort of, having, like, the weekend for her to get to hang out with the kids and play. And, you know, we all did stuff together. And then, um, her first two days, we had our previous nanny, like, come and sort of help show her the routine, introduce her some of the, to some of the other au pairs in the neighborhood, Mm -hmm. um, who she had met at the park, you know? And, and then on what, you know, then Wednesday, of course, was Ollie's birthday. So we were all hanging out together again. And so, yeah, today was really like her first, <laughs> you know, regular day. And I think it went really well. And like, I could just hear Ollie being really happy. And, um, yeah, so feeling, feeling good and grateful, especially since Margo has had some of the stranger anxiety stuff the past few months, but she's definitely doing better with that um
1: good that's awesome to hear i'm i'm kind of just like you know curious for another time to like chat about like how it works with you've got you know your hired help essentially living with you and like how you incorporate that into family time you know you know because my understanding yeah you know they kind of become part of your family and so you know i'm kind of curious to you know learn more about your experiences (laughs) that over time
0: yeah, definitely. And I think, too, that, of course, it will change over time, you mm-hmm. know, as she meets more people and forms her sort of social network here. Um, So, yeah, we'll definitely talk more about it in the future.
1: Awesome.
0: Um, Yeah. And then, you know, one other just like small interesting thing is that Ali this the past few days has been saying, like, Mama, I hope nothing happens to you. Oh. And like, Dad, Dad, I hope nothing happens to you. And then he's like, do you hope nothing happens to me? Yeah. Oh,
1: my gosh. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Where is this coming from? I
0: don't know where it's coming from. And it's not. Yeah. Like, I knew that, you know, stuff like that comes up. But I don't know. I don't know of anyone, you know, any like losses that we've talked about. But. I don't know. I mean, kids, like, you can just mention one small thing, or, you know, someone could mention some small thing and then it, like, sort of sticks. So,
1: yeah, that's true. I mean, we're seeing that a little bit with like mimicking stuff but like that's more action oh yeah yeah, like little teeny tiny things
0: that are like oh
1: now you're watching everything i'm doing so yeah, yeah and it could be some comment like you guys made or somebody made that he like just picked up on like does he understand what he's saying or like what it means
0: um that's a good question because i'm trying to think what it was like a little bit later when he said, I hope nothing happens to, and I think it was like an inanimate object, <laughs> to the okay. couch. He might have said <laughs> to the couch. <laughs> so, is not you as know, meaningful. <laughs> Yeah, but I do. Yeah, I think, you know, I mean, I think he knows some of what he's saying. And yeah, it's so sort of. Yeah, it's funny. But it did remind me of when I was like I think my mom said when I was like three or four, you know, we were driving in the car and I just turned to her and I was like, Mom, what's my purpose in life? <laughs> it's deep for a three or four <laughs> yeah. year old. So maybe Ollie's just my child. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that's yeah.
1: uh it's interesting. It, I love hearing all the things he says,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like with Beth, I mean, now with the mimicking, you are going to start to realize the things you do that you oh like. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
1: I'm trying to think of a few. I mean, I know I see them, but it's it's just really funny. I mean, the obvious ones, like she sticks her feet in our shoes. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, there's a few other ones. Oh, I think we've talked about this. Is it? Uh, I have her, you know, in her high chair or whatever. And I'll put, like, I don't know, a little handful of Cheerios down on the um, on the tray. Tray. Mm-hmm. And I will, like, kind of – she'll be eating some and I'll, like, lean over and, <laughs> and I'll, like, pluck a few up my, myself, like, just with my mouth and pick them up. And then I see her do it and I'm like, oh, now you're just <laughs> eating straight off the counter.
0: So yeah. that's so funny why did you do it I
1: don't know I was just like sitting there and I think my hands were in my lap and like I just kind of like leaned <laughs> over and was like I'm gonna get one of your cheerios <laughs> so, I don't know maybe that's weird but yeah I was just like oh no you watch everything now don't you
0: <laughs> yeah um but yeah other than that training wise just been biking and did a bike race this week another one at our portland international raceway um had a little two-person breakaway with uh one of our friends um and yeah just fun times racing bikes it was crazy like going back to that race i was like oh my gosh finally another bike race it's been like a week and a half (laughs) it felt like it had been so long oh man (laughs) So, yeah, that's been my week. What's been going on with you this week?
1: Well, this week, um, I've been back in the water uh, after my race from last weekend or whatever. I do It feels like it was forever ago, but I think it was like a week oh, and a half yeah. ago. Um, <laughs> went and swam. I think it was just two or three days after the race and felt really good. But my normal pool is closed um because they're doing Whoa. some con- like they're doing some maintenance stuff on it it's basically closed for all of August and so oh, wow. yeah which is a bummer but there is um another pool and it is actually my favorite pool um and it was closed for almost all of covid Um, and it's an outdoor 50 meter pool. It's a little bit farther of a drive, which is kind of a bummer. Um, but I absolutely love swimming out of this pool. And so I've been able to, um, swim with the masters team out there and I'll keep doing that, um, a couple times a week until our pool opens back up. So yeah, I'm trying to like stay motivated with swimming. Um, I think even like I do, you know, have this race coming up in September and you know I want to stay swimming good and feeling good but I'm trying really hard to like maintain motivation beyond that and I actually think I'm in a really good place with swimming right now to do that because I've been really really enjoying um like getting back into competitive fitness even if it's just like competitive at practice with my teammates so, you know, I'm just really, really happy with that. And I haven't, I haven't been here like so long at this swimming fitness. So i just kind of want to like keep that rolling. Um,
0: yeah. It's so hard to let go of fitness. Like <sighs> I just think about that so much, like right now, focusing on biking, my run fitness, I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't want it to go away. I want to maintain it. But Yeah. Sometimes have to, you can't maintain it all the time. I
1: know. And I'm like really struggling with that too, because I, um, I think, you know, I am supposed to do this race in September. I'm have the option to sign up honestly, like day of, or even like, Mm -hmm. yeah, like pretty last minute for it. And I'm, you know, I'd be driving down there day of. And so like, I don't, I'm not really committed to it. Like having signed Mm -hmm. up for it or hotels or committed Mm -hmm. with traveling with anybody, And so, I mean, I could wake up race day morning and say, I'm not going to go. But, you know, (laughs) the hard thing I've been dealing with is my foot is still bugging me. And (sighs) I've been trying to do these run walks off and on. And then it feels really good. And so, like, last week I did three, like, 30-minute run walks. Actually, one of them is only 20 minutes. Like, the longest period I'm running is, like, seven minutes. Like, three times through with a couple minutes of walking in between. And it's just not, like... It just isn't feeling great, and so I'm super, super frustrated because I've really wanted to (laughs) have—I just want one triathlon this year, (laughs) like yeah, one. And (laughs) so you know, I've like been training all year and just had these ups and downs, and I'm just really frustrated. And I'm trying really hard to stay like positive and motivated. Um, and I think my biking's in a good spot. And so, you know, right now, I think part of the reason I haven't signed up is because I'm just kind of like, well, if I put off signing up, that gives me like a few more weeks to decide if I'm going to run or not, because I can do it as an aqua bike. So they do offer that there.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's, you know, great that I can still I've got a race I can look forward to. And but it's tough because I'm like, do I just sort of run going into it and then just try to get through, you know, the 10K and what would that look like coming out of it? And I just I just think all around it just wouldn't be the right decision. And, you know, anything I have going on with my foot, which it's not bad. It's just like there. It's persistent and it's just it flares up and goes away. And, you know, it's not bad enough to keep me like necessarily from running a little bit, but enough that I, th- you know, I need to stop. So I think yeah. I'm making the decision that I think I'm just going to take all of August, honestly, probably through the race because it's mid September and just, I need to be done running for a while Yeah, and just actually give it a break. Um, and then do a really, really gradual return to run. Um, yeah. And so like that's tough. And like, Another thing that is on my mind with taking this much time off of running is we are like talking about in the next, I don't know, six months, starting mm-hmm. to try for another baby. And so I'm also
0: sitting here like, yeah. <laughs> my running
1: was so thrown off of the first pregnancy that yeah. I, I want to be able to run in the second one. Yeah. So to do that, I have to be back into some form of running fitness before and so yeah so that's like like there's just a lot kind of on my mind about it and I don't know it's been frustrating so (laughs) that's
0: yeah that's where I'm at with that anyways yeah so frustrating well that is the good thing about triathlon is like at least there's biking at least there's swimming
1: yeah my mom did ask though she's like you know, where is the swimmer? What's the date? And um, I told her, you know, September 10th, it's at Foster Lake. And she asked what they would do in the event of, like, an algae bloom.
0: Oh. <laughs> because we have
1: had a pretty hot summer, you know, mm-hmm. the past, like, month or so. And so we do get those. <laughs> and I've, I'm not mistaken, that race or, you know, races down there have had the swim oh, canceled really? due to algae. And oh. so I'm like <laughs> – I started oh, just aqua man. bike and I can't even swim, so <laughs> there's just a lot. But um, this has been a rest week, which has been kind of nice. Been biking a little bit more. I've been keeping the number of rides and just kind of taking the intensity down this time, which has been good. But last uh, last Sunday, got up and did um, an early ride, and because the sunrise is getting a little bit later, we started kind of like right before the sun came up instead of after and so we got that morning glow for the ride like the first little bit which was just nice. really really pretty um and then we had a lot of fun at Margo's birthday party and mm-hmm. um the zoo yesterday i thought it was really cute like we talked about the stuff Ollie says and um i think you'd gone to the restroom and so i was with Ollie and uh <laughs> i was like the the elephant had walked up and it was right by like the edge and we were standing right there it was really cool and and I'm like Ollie he came over to wish you happy birthday and Ollie's (laughs) like he can't wish me a happy birthday like he can't (laughs) say happy birthday maybe he's thinking it and he's like he doesn't know (laughs) something like that it was cute
0: oh my gosh yeah someone had said to Nick that Age three is the mansplaining age. Oh, no. (laughs) And that is a very good example. (laughs) Oh,
1: my gosh. That's really funny. So true.
0: All right. Well, let's move into our main topic. Our main topic this week is running with kids and there's so much to cover here. We're going to talk about the gear that we like. We're going to talk about how we plan when to do our runs and where we like to do them, talk about pacing, keeping baby entertained and anything else that comes up as we go along. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll just dive right in. You know, I, one important part of this is like the gear, right? And Um, We both have the same jogging stroller. And so for us... Um, we ended up getting the the Thule jogging stroller from REI, <laughs> which I mentioned just because, uh, actually it's funny, yesterday Nick's sister who's pregnant, they were like over at our house for Ollie's birthday and they were trying out both of our strollers in the back oh, alleyway nice. like going around and they were like, where did you get this one? It's not a Bye Bye Baby. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> it's true. Um, I think it should be mentioned too, there are a couple of different Thule, Thule jogging strollers. This is the, uh, the Urban Glide two is the one that we both have. Um oh, yeah. in you, I'd asked you, because obviously you had it before me, you know, hey, which which one did you get and why? And I think you'd said you'd read all the reviews on Wirecutter.
0: Yeah, exactly. So for all of our big purchases, like we always sort of check wire which is they're now owned by the New York Times, but they do big reviews where They'll try out a bunch of different things and give their recommendation and they have all of the, you know, background, but you can choose to just take the recommendation or read as much as you want. And we also, our bike rack on our car is Thule, so, you know, we like that brand and think they make good stuff. And so, yeah, that's why we went with the Thule stroller. And we also... Um, you know, when we were deciding which stroller to get, we only got the jogging stroller because we knew oh, right. that we definitely wanted a jogging stroller and we figured, and we'll just use it for everything else. And if we need another one, then we'll get a regular stroller. So yeah, we started out with the jogging stroller and there's um, car seat adapters for a couple different types of car seats. So we have... The chico car seat also wire cutter recommended <laughs> um and so we had the adapter for that so we could use it you know right away when baby was born
1: nice and we waited to get a jogging stroller um i mean honestly i think we've talked about this before not realizing that you can't actually run with baby in a stroller until they're <laughs> six months old which you know, knowing more now, obviously, you know, it makes sense when you, you know, when you see them at that age and they can't really get <laughs> head up. But then I kind of was like, well, if I get this car seat adapter and I have her in the car seat, like, can I run with her then? And so I did a little bit, I think when she was about four months old, but I just like went for a really easy, like super easy jog. I think we were on the track actually, because I'm like, I want this mm-hmm. to be totally flat. mm mm-hmm. And I, I just kind of still felt like she was bouncing around and I was like, uh, just really nervous about it. So I think we didn't, we just did that the one time.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I almost wonder if the track with the like, you know, surface is a little more jostling than like if you would have been on, you know, a smooth bike path, potentially. Yeah. But, I mean, if you'd been on knows. a
1: completely smooth bike path, obviously spring is a really great place to run with a stroller. But that is also kind of, I don't want to say unique, um, but there's, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, sidewalks and, yeah. <laughs> str- I mean, there's just a lot of, like, moving around and so. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: And, yeah, I had the same thing of, like, I definitely remember Googling and reading articles about, okay, the recommendation is six months, but how strict is that? Yeah. When they're talking about that, they definitely seem like they're talking about when they're sitting in the like main seat. And so in the car seat, is that different? And, you know, I did read something and I think it was just someone's blog um, saying that, oh, there's not that much of a difference if they're in the car seat adapter between walking and running. So it's fine. You know, they were basically saying it's fine. But and I think I mean, I don't know if different doctors say different things. Um, so you can always you know talk to your doctor or do what you feel comfortable with but yeah for for us, we waited until the sixth month also, and then at that time had kiddos sitting like in the main you know in the main jogging stroller, and yeah, for us, it's like we were able to get by without doing that and just trade off as needed, so it worked. In the beginning, though, we would definitely do some runs where, like, we would take Ollie in the stroller and we would trade off who was running. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Nick and I did that, too. Run walking. One was walking.
1: Yeah, we absolutely did that, too. It was like, okay, well... (laughs) I'll run for 30 minutes, and then I'll come back and, like, walk with her, and then you run for 30. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you guys did more of, like, a five. Yeah,
0: we did more, like, run walks, like, two minutes out, and then switch. Because we were both sort of returned to run. You know what I mean? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So it was, like just yeah because nick hasn't been running regularly so i was probably like "Ah, oh, let's all let's go and do some running intervals <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. i mean it's
1: just kind of funny that we yeah did something similar yeah
0: yeah and then you know here in portland in terms of other gear like we definitely love the rain cover for the stroller mm-hmm. and it's pretty key to like just always have it in the bottom i mean right now it's yeah. been so warm it's like you can get away with not having it but i don't know it did so- rain i know like, like two, two days, days ago, ago it was shocking looking <laughs> like, outside my mom's like are your sprinklers going off and i'm like no and she's like well your patio's so wet and i was like what <laughs> why is it wet outside i know it was like the talk of the town (laughs) rain in portland can you imagine (laughs) when it was 90 degrees and raining
1: yeah yeah now Um, i uh i will say i went i've been in the east coast like once or twice and uh the weather over there makes me understand why everybody uses umbrellas
0: oh yeah it's such different rain uses
1: raincoats because it's always so freaking cold so you're like rain and wind and just thermal and so yeah but now we're getting the humidity and apparently rain with it. So, are we going to become yeah. an umbrella town? No, no,
0: no. <laughs> I think the difference also. Well, yeah. When it is humid like that, the rain is bigger drops. I think another big part of the difference is the the rain here is more often just misty. It's not that. Yeah, heavy. that's a good
1: point. And it's like sideways. Yeah, yeah that's and a good like
0: point. whereas yeah, back in Wisconsin, like it would just downpour, and so yeah, you. Like, the umbrella is, like, even in a raincoat, you'd be soaking wet if you didn't have rain pants on, too, you know? Yeah, that's true. And here, you can get away with it. Yeah. But it is funny. I think it's, like, if you see someone with an umbrella, you know they're not from here. <laughs> <laughs> it's so
1: true. Oh, man. Um, well, we got the rain cover, too. Um, I'm trying to think. So, starting to run with Beth. She was born at the end of March. So we were able to start running with her at the end of September. And obviously, you know, we're getting into fall. That's kind of getting into the rainy season. And so we got the rain cover right away. And I was doing a lot of runs with her, you know, with it. Because I was just like, I'm going to power through this. I don't care mm-hmm. that it's raining. Got my mm-hmm. rain cover over my kiddo. And, you know, we're not fair weather runners. <laughs> so, um, you know, we did a lot of them with the rain cover over – and, you know, I don't necessarily know if she was just getting sick of that because it does get kind of foggy on the inside.
0: It does get foggy. It,
1: you know, so it's like she's in there. She can't see out. She's completely yeah. enclosed. And I've seen other um, other ones. So the, the rain cover we have is specifically the Thule brand. And I've seen other ones that almost have like a little window that can open up so Mm. like i I actually was like out running one time and i saw somebody with one and i'm like um can i see what's your rain cover um (laughs) and i don't remember what it is now i have it written somewhere but um like it has a window that you can open and
0: nice yeah
1: because right now ours you have to like lift all the way right and so yeah yeah but you know i was running with her a lot and I kind of remember this one particular run i think it was like a 60 or 80 minute run i was doing it was raining and it was a sunday and i didn't usually take her with me on longer runs because i you know i do try to keep them short with her but that particular day i took her with me um i think nick was busy and she was so upset kind of like from the beginning and i remember like pulling it off a little bit and i'm like well do you mind getting a little bit wet and like she was happier Mm -hmm. with it off even if though it was like a little bit mm-hmm. drizzly, and but it was just tough. I'm like, are you just upset with being in the stroller, or are you being, are you upset because you can't see out?
0: Yeah, yeah, I definitely had a run like that, um, which makes me think of another piece of gear that I think we both have, which is the Thule like little sleeping bag. Yeah. So especially in Portland, you know, it, it'll be cold in the winter, and so those are like super cozy. They, you know, the straps come through and you can get them in there. And I remember a run where, yeah, it was the same thing. I think Ollie was not happy with the rain cover. It was not that rainy, more misty. And he was in the little sleeping bag too. So it was like, no problem to just lift off the rain cover and you know sort of roll it up on the top and then of course a bird pooped on the sleeping oh, bag no. <laughs> yeah oh my gosh at least but... you had that on and it didn't like, i know right you know hit him <laughs> yeah
1: oh my gosh that is tough um well speaking of gear with the with the tule stroller is they definitely don't come with a lot of stuff but you can get a ton of different like accessories to you know adapt to it um like you know a little snack tray there's there's a ton of stuff you can get a snack tray for kiddo the um the water
0: bottle holder the water
1: bottle holder for us you can get a snack tray for the parent you know the Mm -hmm. hand the handles um and it's got really good storage and stuff we are not at all being paid <laughs> to advertise but we're both just like really big fans of the stroller and so yeah. <laughs> yeah and people ask all the time like hey what stroller do you use and this is the one we use and this is why
0: yeah so yeah that's been good we do one other gear thing we have for it we actually got gifted the a cover that is like mesh Um, that air would go through. But, you know, I think it would be sort of like good probably if you lived in the Midwest where there's more bugs and you're Mm -hmm. running in the summer, especially if you're running like at, you know, dusk where the bugs sort of get out. And I think that would be good. It would let air through, but um, sort of stop the bugs. And I know we at one point considered using it for sun protection, that's what, probably, I was, what I was probably thinking, actually, yeah. almost
1: like a little like shade, kinda, yeah, without yeah, putting it all the way over the top or whatever,
0: yeah. Or I guess it would just cover their legs mostly, yeah. But we didn't really end up using it much, so, um, but just yeah, that's out there too.
1: Recently, we posted a question onto our Instagram of if you have any questions for us, like you know, drop them here. And one of the questions was, do you lock the front wheel? And um, I definitely do. I've been running with you when yours is kind of hasn't been locked and has like gotten the shakes, <laughs> gotten like really badly. It like totally scared me because I'm
0: like, oh my gosh, what's
1: happening? <laughs>
0: what's happening yeah. with your stroller? Yeah. So, yeah, I originally always locked the wheel because I'd heard like, oh, you're supposed to lock the re- wheel. You know, I think I read it online. So I was like, actually, they probably say that in the instructions too, but yeah, I, think I, I think I read it do. online. And so I was like, okay, like, lock the wheel. And then, you know, Nick was going for runs and not locking the wheel. And Nick is like, you know, he's sort of our safety guy. So I was like, oh, (laughs) Nick's not locking the wheel. Like, maybe I should do that. And honestly, like, sometimes I prefer it locked. It helps, you know, just keeps it nice Mm -hmm. and straight. And then, um, but sometimes, yeah, if you're doing more of like a sidewalk thing and you're, you know, I don't know, know you're going to be turning, I guess it can be a little bit easier to not have it locked and you don't have to like lift up the front wheel to turn it so much but yeah I learned why you lock the wheel um it is because sometimes the something you know you hit something with the wheel like a little bump and it will just shake out of control (laughs) and it's like really intense and I I don't know if it's it seems like that's happened more the longer that we've had the stroller so you know maybe it's just sort of loosens over time and like the double stroller doesn't really happen with the double stroller is also heavier so yeah. i don't know um another thing i have learned is that one run you know i was going and i had the wheel locked and it kept veering to the left and like veering and it was so frustrating and so i actually learned that in the front there's a little like wheel that i think can help oh if it yeah is it, there's veering. like a little
1: um there's a little not like lines up notch so you there's a, a knob just by the front wheel that you have you turn it so it does lock or unlock and um I think that knob has like a little mark on it and mm-hmm. then there's a mark on the stroller frame and then there's mm-hmm. a little adjuster knob like roller mm-hmm. thing right next to it and you yeah. can roll it and you'll see the no- oh. the lock and unlock knob kind of move back and forth I see. I didn't so realize that yeah and so if you you know roll all right all the way to one side then it'll you know it'll basically turn Help the direction the it, yeah. yeah and mm-hmm. so i don't necessarily know huge benefit of why you'd want it so far to one side or the other i've tried it a couple times one of the areas that i run in kind of frequently is a little bit off camber and so I will have it kind of point yeah. up ever so slightly because if Smart. I have it straight then it will kind of pull me down yeah and so I'll turn it so or I'll, I'll get it so that it's pointing up but then the problem is if you turn around you have to yeah completely readjust it
0: yeah um, that's but, nice though yeah a good use. it
1: is um and so that's that's definitely a thing it doesn't I mean there's a little bit of wiggle room whichever position is locked in. Um yeah. so, you know, you're not like in a straight line. You can still navigate it if you've got one hand. Like you can still, yeah. you know,
0: turn Yeah, it I often navigate slightly. with like putting more pressure on one side or I change where if it's pulling in one direction on my run, I move where my hand is pushing and then yeah, then I can sort of I've done that get too. Yeah. Straightened out. But so what happened on this front is that it kept, you know, veering and then the knob wasn't really working. And and then I unlocked it and I tried to run. And what happened is the wheel immediately turned around. So I had locked it, the wheel backwards. And I didn't think that would affect it so much, but it did.
1: That's kind of funny. Pro tip.
0: Yeah. So. <laughs> but speaking of the, you know, putting pressure on the handlebar in a different way. One thing that you asked me about with jogging strollers is like, form like Mm -hmm. running form and I hadn't thought about it really at all until you brought it up but I don't know how much do you think about running form now when you run with the jogging stroller so it kind of was a question that came up for me because I was
1: doing a lot more running. And um, I know during our coaching episode, you know, I kind of talked about one of the things that was available was um, doing like live zoom coach workouts. And one of the really cool things about that was that if you set up your camera during one of the runs, and if you were on a treadmill, the coach would give you form feedback. So he's based out of canada and could be giving feedback to people in oregon louisiana like the east coast like wherever anybody is and so that was really cool and that was the first time i'd ever had any um actual instruction on form and so then i'm trying i'm running you know way more than i've ever been running before i actually have live feedback on my running form which i've never had before and i was doing a lot of these runs with the stroller and so i was trying to figure out like You know i want to make sure that i'm keeping this good form you know kind of the things that the little tips i've been given about like body positioning and i'm trying to also take those into stroller running because when you're stroller running there's kind of just like a lot of other things you're thinking about and so for me it was like important to also try to pay attention to my form while I was pushing the stroller. And so I remember asking you about it and you were like, what? <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. that's also one of those things is you have a lot stronger running background. And so you're probably not out on all of your runs, like hyper-focused on, you know, making sure you're in the right position. Cause it probably comes more naturally to you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's probably true. And definitely, you know, cause we did, I've done a lot of running drills in my life and we did do, uh, you know, form work in high school, and you know, I had times where I was really focused on my foot strike and stuff. Um, I know a big thing that you were talking about when we had that conversation was, you know, your arms and like not having them like I don't know too high up, mm, I guess, and yeah. having them a little bit lower by your side. Yeah,
1: my hands. Um, I was told that my hands are really high, and so now mm-hmm. I'm looking back at pictures and I'm like my elbows are like really bent. <laughs> so <Yeah>. I'm really <laughs> just scooting yeah. along. Um, and so yeah, I it was about keeping my hands lower, like more like towards the bottom of my rib cage position when I'm running. And then also kind of like the stiffness that you can get when you're running with a jogging stroller. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, that was one of them was keep my hands low and making sure that I had the handlebar in a comfortable position for me because you can, you know, raise and lower, yeah, the height. And so, you know, where to position that, because I think at first I had it pretty high and then I, you know, as I was working on my form, I dropped it a little bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And now I definitely like, I think before that, probably sometimes I would just run whichever height it was set at. But now I definitely like think about it and make sure it's yeah. the right height for me. Um, which brings me up a question. Do you use one arm always on the stroller I or do gonna, you switch off? I was, and which say, arm? <laughs> yeah. So
1: I, um, I've tried running with switching off arms and I have read that you should like, do like 10 minutes and then 10 minutes like switching off your arms mm-hmm. but i push with my right hand and my left hand free and that's just the most comfortable for me and i've i've tried switching and i just can't so i don't
0: <laughs> yes i am exactly the same i also do not switch off and i use my right hand <laughs> I won't mention the section of the episode that we just uh, cut out where I, for a full like three minutes, thought I used my left hand. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like you don't, um, you know, like like a password or something. It's like you can't do it if you're thinking too much about it. But yeah. if you just do the muscle memory, it like happens. Uh-huh. And but yeah, as we were talking and we looked for photo evidence, I use my right hand. And I think we both use our right hand for the same reason, which is that it's just the hand that is dominant and so we have more control and again with that nuance of like sort of steering um it's just easier with the one the hand that is dominant but then also for me because i do have um like an injury in my left hip that i'm sort of continuously managing with pt when i first was running with the jogging stroller i felt like i should be switching off and i was trying and, you know, it just felt so unnatural with the left hand, but it also felt more like it made that side of my body stiffer and, like, it irritated my hip a little bit. Oh, interesting. But that also could just be because it felt unnatural, you know, and I could have just been attributing it to a hip thing. So, uh, yeah, but definitely dominant hands.
1: <laughs> Another side note about running with your um, non-dominant hand out, and this is... This is really dumb. But if you're wearing your Garmin, and let's just say you wear your Garmin on your non-dominant hand,
0: you don't get your steps
1: if you're holding on to the stroller.
0: Oh, your steps. Uh I thought you were just going to say you can't look at the screen. (laughs) Well, I mean
1: that too, but um,
0: Nick and I totally
1: pay attention to our, our Garmin steps. And for a while, we were always like comparing um and I you know when I was marathon training and I would do like an 18 mile run and he'd like been at work all day oh, I'm like yeah how many steps did you get so anyways <laughs> that's a that little side note is that if you do have your hand on the stroller it will not record the um the steps it might not wow. do zero but yeah yeah it, doesn't, it won't get them all yeah, yeah. so
0: crazy depending on how much good that tip to good you. tip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Allie, we've talked a little bit about, you know, we've got like a nice bike path here and that we like to run on. And we've also talked about trying out the track. But what is your what are your parameters in terms of like where you'll do stroller runs?
1: Well, definitely the path by your house. uh, It's about 20 minutes for us to drive over there. But by far, that's the best for me. That is the absolute best stroller running that we have because the path is completely smooth and i mean i've tried to find some neighborhoods and i've done like playground park runs like just Mm -hmm. around different neighborhoods but one of the things you don't realize when you're just out running is like the differences in the curbs or i'm sorry like on the sidewalk like the The sidewalk squares yeah and they'll like be offset or like you know certain areas and um we have a we do have like a really cool path by my house it's hilly but it's it's a nice you know walking path but there's tons Mm of tree roots.
0: Oh, those yeah.
1: kick up, you know, stuff like that too. And so that's like that's tough. So smooth is key. Um, you know, and I think if you start doing certain loops enough, like you know where the rough patches are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, around my neighborhood we have so many hills that that does make it really tough. There's kind of a limited number of, you know, loops that I can do around home that are <laughs> not awful. Um, I do have like a one mile loop that is really close by here and it's, you know, kind of gradual up and down. And I've run around that a ton, like even my own threshold runs, but like with the stroller, if I just want to go do 20 minutes, I'll do that twice. Um, but yeah, so definitely you, you figure out your places.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We at my house like are so lucky because, the bike path that we're near has three different offshoots. So from my house, you know, I can run like six blocks down to the river and be on that path, which, you know, I can do a full loop that's like 11 miles, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Um Alternatively, if I want something else, like today we went for a run and Ollie wanted to go to, you know, a, the new path. And so we went same, you know, still spring water, but we went where it's like going out towards happy valley so it's Uh going out east from us um and so that's fun to mix it up and then it also goes down south to milwaukee so there's like three different versions of it but i and and you know to get there i do have to you know go on sort of the sidewalk and the road and what's most frustrating there is just when you get to you know the street and there's no ramp to go down and that's And so you like, the down is less bad, but then when you have to go back up the curb, it's like really annoying. Um, But I don't know, over time, I have gotten fairly like fast and efficient at like going down, going up. And um, it's harder with the double stroller, though. (laughs) Oh, I'll bet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, you know, and there are some there's some loops in the neighborhood where, you know, I'll take the stroller. And so I'm not afraid of like being in the neighborhood on the blocks and sort of being on the sidewalk. And then if it's bad, like being in the street, cause they're pretty quiet streets. Um, so it's definitely, you know, doable, but obviously. We have such a nice bike path that's so close. But once you have a bigger kiddo like Ollie and they start giving you directions and preferences of <laughs> where they want to go, <laughs> you got to mix it up a little bit more. So, yeah, we'll like go out spring water. And then like when we did our donut run the other day, we like went out spring water. And then after the donut shop, we ran back through the neighborhood. And that was a couple miles. Um, but... Yeah, it was, you know, smooth enough. And he's also bigger, so um, I don't know. It's you know, I'm not too worried about like jostling him a bunch. It's still
1: just like hitting hitting bumps is just kind of like annoying.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is annoying. Another question that someone asked us about stroller running is pacing. Allie, what do you do what do you do in terms of pacing? And then also what type of runs will you take a stroller on?
1: Well, typically, I try to avoid the longer runs just because, you know, I think if I got to a point where I could get Beth to take a really long nap in the stroller, but we haven't tried a nap run in a really long time. Um, but, you know, I wouldn't really go longer than an hour just because I know she would get really antsy and especially if we'd driven somewhere. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, usually... 30 45 minutes works kind of my like max with her. I'm sure she'd be fine for longer but you know. Yeah she get unhappy. And so, you know, my kind of like 30-minute runs I would do just pretty chill or my threshold runs. And I would do even like my warm-up drills and I do actually <laughs> I did a video of this at some point where I was doing my warm-up drills pushing the stroller. And oh my so gosh, that's doing so that, funny. Yeah, and then so um with pacing I mean, I would do, after a while, I'm like, whatever, I'll do any of my threshold runs with her. Yeah. Um. It just it is a little bit harder if you're doing, let's just say, minute repeats. It's a little harder to get up to speed. So, you know, it, it takes a lot more, like, right off the front um, to get up to speed. But then we've talked about this, like, once you're at speed, like, you're pretty solid. And if you get the stroller just rolling, like... You're, Mm -hmm. you're pretty much there. And I always used to kind of give myself, you know, a little bit of a buffer. So if I was trying to hit, you know, my pace, uh, that was scripted, I would do that plus, I think 15 or 30 seconds, if I'm trying to remember, and I would always shoot for closer, and I would really go off of feel and especially the first couple of repeats, depending on how many there were, um, or, you know, the beginning part of a longer one, like, I'd go a little bit more cautious on the pace. And then, but I feel like I always got through these sets and I'd be running pretty much right at pace and feeling pretty good about it.
0: Yeah, same for me. Like, for a longer run at a slower pace, I'll definitely bring back the pace, you know, with the stroller because Mm. the idea for a long run, you know, already, we should be going probably slower than we think. And, like, you know, it's not about pace. It's just about, you know... Um, and, and same too for a shorter, easy run. Right. So I'm just talking about easy runs. Um, I don't
1: even really look at pace.
0: Yeah, exactly. Don't look at pace. And so it's all about fuel and because you're going slower for more consistent, you know, the longer period of time, um, I definitely know that I'm slower with the stroller because, you know, I'm trying to just have a similar feel as if I were doing an easy run without the stroller. And the momentum isn't building up in the same way at Mm -hmm. like 830, nine minute pace. But then, yeah, the first time that I like really had to take the stroller out for a threshold workout with intervals because, you know, childcare was like canceled that day and I was planning it and I had to get it done. Um, I went out there and even already, you know, my paces for an interval workout are a range. And so um, a 30 second range. And I went out and I was amazed at how, yeah, once you push the stroller up to pace, like it's sort of just rolling and it has momentum and, you know, you just sort of glide it along. It can even maybe, I don't know, benefit you a little bit if it's like pulling you forward.
1: Unless you have a headwind. <laughs> Yeah, because I learned that early on when I was out running, and it was fall, so it was a little bit stormier, and I was like, "This is awful!" Like running with a stroller is so oh. hard. And then I turned back around, and I was like, "This is oh. great!" Yeah, <laughs>
0: I've been pulled hilarious. all the way down
1: the the whole path. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's that actually is one other issue I've had with with I know Margo had an issue with this one time. Is like I think we. I don't know if we had a tailwind or whatever. And then we turned and we sort of had a headwind. But then the wind, like, mm. on her... Well, I think it just woke her up from her nap and then she was not happy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, be careful of the wind. And sometimes you can use a rain cover just to the be wind a wind lap. protector. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but speaking of that and speaking of naps, let's get into how we time our stroller runs with the kids' schedule And how we keep kids happy on the stroller runs.
1: Well, when Beth was doing two naps a day, uh, I think it was a little bit easier to kind of time doing the runs with her nap because it was a shorter nap. And so she only Mm -hmm. slept for 45 minutes or an hour, like not a big deal. And sometimes I'd finish her on, she'd still be asleep. I'm like, I'm just going to walk for however long until she wakes up. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, that was pretty easy. But, you know, occasionally you and I would meet up for running at 10 a.m. And I'm like, okay, she's going to, we'll get there. I'll put her in the stroller. She's going to go to sleep. And then she doesn't. And so Mm -hmm. she's just like, you know taking everything in and so that was always hard because then you're like okay are we missing a nap or is she gonna fall asleep towards the end or like does she sleep on the drive home and so you know when you're playing with nap schedules it, it can be really tough because it doesn't always go <laughs> as planned um yeah yeah but obviously like if you can get your kid to fall asleep in the stroller for their runs that's I- I personally think ideal because you don't have to worry about keeping them happy.
0: Yeah, I know. We definitely, our go-to has mostly been timing it with naps and also using it to get naps to happen when naps have been more difficult, which, you know, I don't know with us, they are. So yeah, a lot of our stroller runs have been like, oh, we tried to get them to nap in their bed and, you know, didn't work out. and so it's Sunday and I'm going to go take them on a long run in the stroller. Um, Obviously with two kids, it's a little bit riskier because now you have two kids who you want napping or potentially, you know, one of them is waking up the other. So I think oh, that's happened yeah. where Ali's like gotten upset, you know, maybe he woke up from sleeping and it was just one of those, like, I think one time someone, you know, sort of yelled like, Something, you know, I mean, they were nice. They were like probably chewing me on. It was like a biker going past on the bike path and saying like, yeah, mom, whatever. Yeah. But then it woke up Ollie, oh, no. And then I think he maybe like woke up Margo. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. uh, so, yeah, so that can happen. Um But then there's also times when like we've been in the double stroller and they're like holding hands and that's really sweet. Uh, they're definitely like, you know, Margot likes to take her shoes off on runs and then <laughs> um, Ollie will get them and, you know, chaos ensues. <laughs> That's
1: really funny. Um, yeah,
0: I've seen them together in the stroller and it's
1: so cute. He's like leaning over trying to give her a hug. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, it is pretty fun. But yeah, we've are always, you know, done a lot of naps. And I know I've talked on the show before about like, I think you know, probably my longest, most successful run, which was like an hour and a half. And it was just Margot, And she didn't nap for the first like 40 minutes, which was sort of surprising. But then she fell asleep for like 45 minutes in the middle. And then she was awake for the last little bit. And so it was like well timed that she, you know, waited to sleep and then was still happy when she woke up. Um, But yeah, it can be really tricky with (laughs) keeping them happy. And I think like one thing is just they're not always going to be happy and there's not always something you can do. So that is sort of part of it and a risk that you have to be prepared for. And you can try to do, I mean, things I've tried. Elmo music. Snacks are definitely a good one. Snacks are good yeah snacks very good um i've stopped and tried to you know give Margot milk that one i don't think i've ever had success with because once they get out they don't want to go back yeah we've
1: talked about that before that's a tough one once they're out of the stroller it's like game over
0: yeah Yeah. so it's not really about the milk in those moments (laughs) yeah yeah
1: yeah snacks that's definitely a big thing like we don't we don't go on walks and we don't go on runs or anything without snacks and that's like i mean cheerios give her like a small handful of cheerios or you know we like these little peanut butter puff snacks and we'll take those and that's just kind of easy stuff for like bananas and i think you're not supposed to do snacks in the stroller until about a year might want to double mm-hmm. check on that. Just do, like, choking hazards and stuff. So, you know, that's another, you know, look into that. Um, but once you're able to give kiddos snacks, um, we also have, um, like, straw sippy cups for Beth. And we have a little leash for those. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so we have the, like piece it's just like a double loop on either side and mm-hmm. one attaches to the stroller one attaches the bottle so when she chucks it it doesn't actually go flying it just kind of yeah. hits there so totally. that's yeah and she enjoys that and come to find she really really enjoys ice when we do ice water in those so
0: oh. like that her
1: happy um
0: when like just i because then she can sort of shake it and it makes noise i think and stuff. She, yeah i yeah. think she
1: likes it cold so yeah um nice yes that's a good one and we do have like we're not big screen time people and like a lot of our toys that we typically give are like you know wooden kind of puzzle toys and stuff but we do have a couple of more electronic toys that we usually kind of save for the car and i do have um a small little one it's kind of like you know, it's supposed to be, like, a little remote. And when I was doing – trying to do some longer runs and she had been getting fussy, I would leave that under the stroller. And if we hit a point mm-hmm. where it was, like, she's starting to get upset, I kind of wanted to get it to her before she had a meltdown because I was worried that if she got super upset, then she would know that that's what she's going to get if she gets oh, upset. yeah. And so yeah. I would kind of do it at, like, the first hint of, like – not wanting to be there um and that i only did a couple times with that worked pretty well
0: yeah i think that can be good it's just like having some extra random stuff in the bottom of the stroller or things and yeah a funny thing with snacks is i remember when like we were first starting to take ali to the park and you know he's our first kiddo and i remember sometime like maybe my mom was in town or something and we didn't have snacks with us and you know she was like You didn't bring snacks, and I was like, I don't know. We never bring snacks. (laughs) Now I know, like, snacks are key. But at that time, it's like I don't know. He just had breakfast. I didn't know he was going (laughs) to need a snack. He just needs like six
1: Cheerios. (laughs) Yeah, my mom would say Uh, the same thing. She'd be like, "Can you can you give her snacks?" I'm like, "I can't give her snacks till she's twelve months old in the stroller." Oh, yeah. Because I mean, that's
0: the thing. yeah. Yeah, in the stroller. I mean. 'Cause they're moving
1: yeah. and bumping around and
0: stuff. And like, but they also just don't have like as good of motor control to like really hold the food and get the food in their mouth and stuff. You know what I mean? Um I think she's just more entertained by
1: trying than she's not even hungry. <laughs> That's true. She That's just true. Wants to no. play with Cheerios.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. One thing that I found with Margot, especially also with like, yeah, just her, you know, stranger anxiety and like attachment to me and whatever, like, I basically had and also when i was like trying to get her to sleep and like running um i did everything in my power to not let her see me which obviously normally she mm. wouldn't but like i didn't want to go and like stand in front of the stroller and check on her to see if she was sleeping oh, because if she saw me that would like she would be like i want mom you know i don't want to mm. be in here anymore so that was always a rule for me was just like don't like if i i can maybe try to peek on the side but if she sees me it's not going to be good. So I'd be running a lot and like want to ask the people that I was running past. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I always resisted the urge. <laughs> that like
1: feels vaguely familiar, but I, like that could be an age thing too of like, I, I don't remember of like, I don't know. It feels like a long time ago, but I feel like we dealt with some of the same stuff of like wanting to ask people if she was sleeping or not.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. Funny. It's funny. I just, yeah, it's tough because we haven't been doing a ton of runs lately and we haven't been doing, um, haven't tried nap time runs in forever. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I mean, you know, I mentioned the donut run, like, so some of the things change as kiddo gets older, obviously snacks are sort of, yeah, when they're a bit older that you can do those, but then with Ollie now, like, he will have more fun if he can dictate the route or if we say like oh we're gonna go try to see some trains or we're gonna go you know for the first time I did the donut run where it's like let's go on a mission he loves missions (laughs) (laughs) Um, he's still talking about the mission of when they came to pick up mom where I work out which is when I did Oregon 70.3 and Nick was like we're going on a mission to get mom and like he talked about it like last night at dinner (laughs) oh
1: that's super super cute yeah oh
0: yeah I think that
1: you know there's a ton of like tricks they don't all we they definitely do not always work and um like I've been with you and Margo's had a meltdown you've been with me when Beth has had a meltdown um and I think you know I have like one time in particular that I was out running and just nothing would stop Beth from crying and we were doing pretty well, and then we were, like, a couple miles from the car, and and she just, like, she was just screaming, and it was that, like, moment of I, I didn't know what to do, and so I'd, like, take her out, and then I'd try putting her back, and then she was just so upset, and, you know, I'm trying to explain to her, like, <laughs> we'll get back faster if you stay in the stroller, and so, like, I'm sprinting, and <sighs> she's screaming, and I just have tears just streaming down my face. And, like, I ran as, like, as fast as I could. I think I only made it, like, another mile because I'm, like, I can't just keep listening to her screaming. And so I stopped and I got her out and I had to carry her, like, the mile or however far back to the car it was. And, like, she was happy, but, like, I just, I was, like, crying because I felt so bad. I mean, at that point, it's, like, I don't even care if I'm finishing my run, but, like, I feel so bad that I put her in this situation. And so, you know, it's it can be really fun when it works out but it can also be really really hard and really emotional if on the days that it really does not
0: yeah and it just stinks because there's people around and your baby's like screaming and yeah yeah and luckily you know i just always think about it like yeah like you said we'll get back faster if i run um I'm running past these people and then, like, they only hear this for a second.
1: <laughs> well, and then it's like, I'm always worried that people are going to be like... Some, judging. I yeah, know. you've taken your child exactly. out that doesn't want to be here and, like, you are so, yeah. you know, all those things of, you know, you're selfish for wanting to do this, your kid's unhappy. It's like, you don't know. Yeah. It's not always like this.
0: I know. It's only like this right like now. This. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think... Like, yeah, I've had runs where I've called Nick halfway for to come pick up Margo, and then I ran home. I've called him, like, going up the Selwood Bridge. Like, she's still upset. She's so upset. Can you just start walking towards me? And he's, like, oh, walked towards yeah. me and met me in the neighborhood, and we've, like, carried the kids back. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so it happens. But most of them, you know. It happens less frequent than the good times.
1: Yeah. So. And once you kind of figure out your like rhythm and what works for you guys and what keeps kids happy, like it does, it does get easier. You know, it's unfortunate that it's not as easy as we all envision it to be. Um, but, you know, you, f- you figure out how to run before, or during naps or after or whatever and what keeps them happy and how long they can
0: go for. And, you know, we'll figure it out. Yeah, and it makes us stronger. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so now we'll do our closing segment, our go mamas of the week.
1: Go mama, go mama, go mama. Woo-hoo!
0: Which are any small triumph or thing that's making us happy? Allie, what is your positive this week? So we just moved into our house last um,
1: last spring and we planted a couple of things in our garden last year. We didn't, you know, we got a couple of things, but not, you know, not a whole lot. Um, we transplanted some blueberries. Um, and then like with the heat wave we had last year, we got almost no blueberries. And so we were really optimistic because we did have a really wet spring and then it's been a hot summer. Um, and we planted some different stuff this year. And so um really, really excited that the other day, got like beets and cucumbers and tomatoes out of our garden and you know made a really good like like just veggie salad out of that and then today I took Beth out and our blueberries we've had so many blueberries all like for the last like few weeks I don't know maybe a month and it's been so so cool and so Beth and I went out to the garden today, and um, we were picking blueberries, and I was holding her the whole time, and she just kept reaching for the blueberries off the bush and eating them, like, sometimes grabbing the green ones, stuff so I have to help <laughs> a little bit, but I had a bunch in the bowl, too, and she, um, she would, like, reach in. She's, like, eating by the fistful, Aww. and then she reaches up, and she hands me one And then I was like, oh, yummy. Thank you. And then she eats one and then she hands me (laughs) another one. And we were just in the garden eating blueberries together. And, you know, it's kind of one of those things when we moved here and, you know, we planted those plants, we knew that, you know, someday we were going to have our kids to like
0: share a kid, kid
1: like sharing our, you know, bounty of blueberries. And (laughs) so it's just been really cool that that's You know, what we got to do today is
0: (laughs) pick blueberries together. Yay. That's so fun. Yeah. So
1: what is your Go Mama this
0: week? So one of the toys that we have that we really like is this little, like, bug ride-on toy. It's called a Wishbone Flip. And we got it for Ollie when he turned a year. And um, it has two different sets of wheels. So one set is for, like, that younger age. They go forward- and back just straight but they're really smooth like skateboard wheels and then you can get other wheels that do like 360 motions and so we've had those on for a while and Ollie just like rides around like crazy in the house and rides sideways and has so much fun Um, and then Margo can like you know sort of like play with it sometimes but for Ollie's birthday so the one that we've had is called the mini flip and so for Ollie's birthday we're like I, you know, I really wanted to get the bigger version so that he could have the big one. And I was like, then we'll put the like the younger wheels back on Ollie's old version so that Margo can have that. So then they'll each have their own and they'll get to like ride around. And so that's what we, you know, sort of gifted them for their birthday is the big thing. And it's been so fun. Ollie's been like going crazy on his big one, still Mm -hmm. riding the little one. And then tonight after dinner margot was riding her little one and like going back and forth and having a lot of fun and ollie was sort of helping her out and like pushing her and stuff oh, and then he got on behind her oh, <laughs> and it was both so of them cute. like riding on their little bug going forward <laughs> and it was just like it's just so fun right now because it is like the siblingness is really going you know it's like getting there it's like what you imagine like yes there's you know, issues and fights and stuff, but, like, Margot just loves her big brother so much, and when he comes, you know, she gets so excited, and, I mean, sometimes, like, the other morning, you know, Ollie walked out of his bedroom, and Margot was, like, walking down the hall, because she can walk now, and they, like, actually, I think she crawled up to him, and then she got there, and she stood up, and they just, like, hugged. Oh. (laughs) It's so sweet, so... Yeah, it's been really fun. And I know that with their little ride-on toys, we're going to just be having a blast.
1: (laughs) That's so cute.
0: Well, that's it for our show this week. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We hope you've gotten some new ideas on how you can take your kiddos out for stroller runs. If there's anything we missed that you want to share with us, please reach out and let us know. Or if you have any other questions for us or other future topics for us to cover, you can find us on Instagram at Moms of Triathlon or email us at Moms of Triathlon at gmail.com. And if you like this podcast, please share it with your other mom friends, your other athlete friends, your other friends in general. And if you subscribe to the show, then you'll get it in your feed every week. We come out on Fridays. Bye. Bye. <laughs>